Welcome. You have entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simron. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Empower yourself. Broaden your mind. Open your heart and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simron. Good morning and welcome. It is a delight to be with you again this week. It is amazing that we are already at the end of April and going into May. And I hope that you have settled into wherever you are and found your rhythm, found your uh, sacred space within your home and settled down, figuring out how to do things in this new time, in this very interesting time that we're all in. And I hope that you've been doing the inner work and allowing things to bubble up because right amidst all of that is a wealth of creativity, a beautiful open space for you to tap into your genius and all that is within you that perhaps you couldn't see or feel or imagine with the noise of the world. And perhaps this time has given you an opportunity to open up to more of what you do want in your life and more of what you don't want in your life. I would imagine that this is a time where there are many individuals that are rethinking what their life looks like and deciding whether or not they want to follow the paths they've been on or venture into something new. In addition, I'm sure at this time with so many of us at home and uh, a lot of people not working, there's an opportunity of creativity blossoming as to how you can do something different, uh, create new things at home, create a new income or create a new way of being in the world than you have been so that you're not so dependent on the outside world all of the time. I have to say that the two people that are on my show today are two of my favorites, partially because my own spiritual journey began with them, with the Enchanted Tarot, many, many, many years ago when I came across that. And I loved that tarot deck and book and and just adored the artwork that was in there, the messages. And I have been able to not only be witness, but also experience the many beautiful things that have come through Monty Farber and Amy Zerner and their enchanted world that they have created that is filled with magic and art, messages and laughter, jewelry and clothing. They are certainly the perfect guides when it comes to creativity, not only in the fact that they are so creative, but that they have created a life where that creativity not only thrives through them, but also touches many people in the world and also has become their livelihood and their business. So they have balanced that out. Today we are discussing their brand new release, which is the Creativity Oracle, Visions of Enchantment to Guide and Inspire Magic Makers. And that is exactly what all of us are when we take off the masks of our identity and personality. Beneath all of that is nothing but creative creative capacity and magic that is waiting to unleash. So I want to let you know that Monty Farber's inspiring guidance and empathic insights impact everyone he encounters. He's an exquisite astrologer and Amy Zerner's tapestry collage paintings, couture fashions, and jewelry design exude her profound intuition and deep connection with the archetypal stories and healing energies. For more than 40 years, they've combined their legendary love for each other with the work of inner exploration and self-discovery, 
to build the enchanted world of Amy Zerner and Monty Farber. They have best-selling books and oracles that have helped millions answer questions, find deeper meaning, and follow their own spiritual paths. Whether you love food, whether you love tarot, jewelry, chakras, fairies, or pendulums, they have something that is for you. Some of their other titles include The Enchanted Tarot, Karma Cards, The Enchanted Love Tarot, Chakra Meditation Kit, The Truth Fairy Pendulum Kit, Astrology for Wellness, and The Psychic Circle. So you can definitely check out more at TheEnchantedWorld.com. But without further ado, I'd like to welcome Monty and Amy back to 1111 Talk Radio. Welcome. Oh, it's Thank so you. great to hear your voice, Emma. I, re- I agree <laughs> with everything you were saying about this time, that there being opportunities to grow and get to know ourselves better and um, to develop our creativity because that's how we find solutions to problems. It is how we find solutions to problems. And I love uh, the book that you have created. First of all, the packaging of this is extraordinary. It is really, really beautiful. And it is Thank an 80-card. We were very card. happy when we saw it. I, it's just stunning. I think it's probably the most beautiful tarot deck I've ever seen, packaging and all. Oh, so. thank you. Kudos to that. <laughs> I do. I get a lot that comes across my desk, and this is this is also a large tarot deck. It, it's got eighty cards, and it really does dive into all aspects of creativity, from the shadow aspects of procrastination and overwhelm, all the way to uh, the the places of of the end of creativity, where it's the pitch, or whether it's the actualization or the manifestation. Talk a little bit about your own creative process and how you came up with with so many of these themes that are illustrated in here to support others through their creativity process. Well, you know, we're like fish in water. We don't really know what water is. So, so we are uh, creating all the time. And in conversations with people, we were asking them about what they would like. They were all saying, you know, I wish I had something that would help me activate my uh, creativity. I can't afford a creativity coach because, believe it or not, there are such things. And we decided that we would make an oracle that was as if you had a creativity coach at the other end of your phone uh, 24-7. We do know a lot from our own experience about bringing uh, a project to fruition, selling it, dealing in the business world. Yeah. I mean, every step is a very specific approach, and I think um, people always say, you know, how do you get so much done? Um, Where do you get your ideas? And we've shared all our little tips and techniques in this in this Oracle system. Yeah, we, uh, I don't use an agent. We don't use an agent. We don't use an attorney. Uh, we do all those things ourselves, and we also pack everything up and send it out here from the Enchanted World. So we're doing all the, you know, the joke around here is we didn't want to have nine-to-five jobs, so we ended up with 95 jobs. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good one. I like that. Oh, And it does end up being that way oftentimes if you are – a creative or in your own business, you do wear a lot of hats. Uh, within the book that yeah. comes with the card deck, there's a line that says, creativity is all about balancing being imaginative with being realistic. And so often those two things are not in balance. With creative, so often we are able to be the creative, but we don't know how to have the realism that comes to business or some of the logistics. And then there's the linear side where 
the linear people get so bogged down in the heady stuff that they don't open up to their yeah. creative aspect. Talk about the balance of those two things. Well, I, I think that um, I hear so often from other artists that I know, they say, oh, I'm not good at business, or I don't like that part of it. But the truth is you can be so creative with the business part because it's all about relationships and um, the amount of effort that you put in, the energy that you put into relationships comes back to you. I mean, all the metaphysical laws that have stood the test of time are applied to everything, so especially creativity. And, I mean, it really comes down to doing what you love and following your bliss, as Joseph Campbell said so perfectly. Um, if you're driven to create, to want to share, to communicate in whatever form that is, whether it's um, cooking for other people or writing or even just for yourself, keeping a journal. What propels you? It comes from your heart, really. And it's all about love and fear, right? There's a reason we use fear as the number one card in, in the creativity oracle because that is what stops people. Fear is the destroyer. And, and, and the, in terms of love, when people say that they don't, uh, they're not good at business, they haven't really thought it through because what is business? It's inter- like Amy said, it's interacting with people, loving those people. And we've encountered incredibly creative people who do nine to five jobs in these publishing companies or, or at Bergdorf Goodman where Amy sells her clothing. You know, so you don't want to limit yourself because other people are, are going to, even the best intentions, they're going to say, well, don't do that. You can't make any money in books. People told us that. People who loved us says you can't make any money in books and well maybe you should just stick to karma cards and stick to astrology you know well-meaning people are going to stand in your way so why should you stand in your own way and we have all those um steps of the process in our book because there are daunting obstacles many times where you get rejected yeah we've, we've been rejected so many times we know what that feels like but what what motivates you to get beyond that and to learn and to grow and to i i think it, it's so much a matter of learning new skills. I mean, we, we admire what you do, Simran, because you're very diversified. You've learned how to, to do the magazine. You've learned how to do the radio. You write books. I mean, I, we relate to each other because of, of that as light workers, how we've found different ways to bring our work into the world. And lots of times it's not just, you know, as an artist, maybe when I was young, I thought, well, it would just be through galleries. And so don't limit you're thinking of how things can happen. And when you open up some much magic, that's why we, we kind of accentuate the idea of being a magic maker. So much magic happens when you allow that space. I actually pulled three cards, one that I'm going to read in each section of this show today, uh, that were centered around the question of what will really support the listeners today in moving forward, especially during this time. And the first card that I chose was card number 70, which is insight. And insight says, see beyond appearances, masks, cliches, and cultural stereotypes to gain insight. The card is gorgeous. It has uh, beautiful animal print and a scene that looks like an Egyptian scene along the background. Uh, Amy puts together these beautiful fabric collages, which I'd love for you to talk a little bit about that process, Amy. But uh, also, Monty, to speak a little bit to insight and, and what you mean by the appearances and the masks and the cultural stereotypes that we need to move past to gain that insight. 
Well, it's exactly what I was saying before. It's interesting that you synchronistically pull that card. It's when people say, you know, even if you don't want to do your uh, work for money, and there's nothing wrong with that at all, as I said before, people are going to have cultural stereotypes. Like I, when I was growing up, I never thought I could be a writer. I never thought, you know, I thought I was going to be a rock musician. And uh, I, there's all kinds of cultural stereotypes that people have that they don't even see that prevent them from doing something like, or, or well, like artists or, or people who have art ability and they say, well, I can't draw a straight line. Well, no, what artists can? Everybody uses rulers. So, so there's all kinds of, it comes back to why stop yourself? There's plenty of people who are going to try and stop you. You have to move forward. And when I first met Amy, one of the most amazing things she told me was when you start a project, you're probably going to throw it out, throw out what you do on the first few days because you're, it's like a, a, a baseball player in the on-deck circle. You're swinging the practice bat. You're warming up. You're getting into it. So the, the Creativity Oracle is all about getting you past your prejudices because there's no one really stopping you except you. I also think that in this time that we live in with uh, social media in our face all the time that people start comparing themselves to other people, that they should look like this or they should draw like this or they should be a writer and it really stymies their efforts because they kind of give up. I, I did a little survey when we were first starting this project with my Facebook friends to see maybe what some of their stumbling blocks were. And so many of them said they didn't think anybody would be interested in what they had to offer, which really made me sad because um, whatever voice they're hearing, you know, whether it's a parent's voice or their self-criticism, um, that, that is an obstacle to overcome because we altogether, if the world were more creative, um, just think how it would be. I mean, we we would have magic everywhere. And Amy grew up in a family of artists. Her mother was an amazing artist, and her grandfather was an amazing painter who studied with Robert Henry, who wrote The Art Spirit. And I had the opposite experience where um, my family was not supportive of what I did. So we come at it from both of those amazing places in the sense that I had to rise above it and Amy had this incredible, uh, you know, launch from people who knew what they were talking about. So that's what the creativity is all about, creativity oracle. It's and also, I think, um, in this time of wonderful communications, which I think is helping us all survive um, being quarantined, that we can reach out in so many ways with Zoom and Skype and social media and texting, um, that collaboration has been very important for Monty and I. I collaborate. We collaborate together, you know, for more than 40 years, and that helps us grow spiritually and grow as artists individually. And I collaborate with my mother. But there are, if you're feeling alone, and um, there must be so many groups where we you can support each other. In fact, our publisher kind of put the seed of this project into our heads at one point. Um, because our next book is an art book um, all about my art and fashion that Monty wrote. And he said, maybe before that comes out, you could do a, a creativity project to help people with their own creativity. And immediately this idea was born in our minds. So that's collaborative also. You, you have to be open to these little seeds of ideas, whether you're flipping through a magazine or, or seeing something that inspires you. That 
plants the seed, and that's one of the cards is the seed, which is just the tiniest little beginning of an idea that you can make grow if you want to. It is It is a big part, I think, of, of being open to really being the best of ourselves and the most expansive part of ourselves is being open and listening and, and allowing that guidance and the messages and the collaboration that you speak of, Amy, to come through. Uh, and so often uh, people are blocked when they have their own issues or their own filters. Uh, Monty, you spoke a little bit about you came in through a different household. And and it is guidance and counseling that does support uh, shifting that. It's almost like a... a, a, a a two-pronged piece. We have to do the inner work, but yet we also need to move forward with the creative work. Absolutely. 100%. I mean, we think of creativity as spirituality because what is spirituality? It's your spirit. It's the art spirit like Robert Henry's book. It's creating something that's never been before is spirituality, just like you're creating yourself. And so there's this magical interplay when you approach any problem creatively, whether it's finding toilet paper and gloves in the store or, or whatever. You know, people are, we're all a bunch of monks in the Himalayan mountains right now. We're all in, in isolation and quarantine, and you could either use that time for woe is me, and, and please, oh, I'm not diminishing the fact that so many people are suffering and don't know where their next meal is coming from or their rent or they're losing people. I'm not diminishing that at all. But for those who are fortunate enough to be in a position where they can use this time um, for self-development, this is a great time to do it. The inscription on the Oracle of Delphi, which is a legendary mythological um, oracle, said, know thyself. And I think we're given this opportunity to know ourselves better. And once you know yourself, your rhythms and your cycles and um, what you want to offer to the world as your talents and your gifts, we're given the opportunity to know ourselves. I know Monty and I need a lot of peace and quiet anyway. We're kind of used to being sequestered as artists and writers. You have to focus. You have to shut out the outside world in a way to let your channeling start, to let let your thoughts evolve. Um, Yeah, this is the perfect time. I mean, so many times people say to us, well, how have you done 50 books? And I say, you know, that time you asked me to come to that party, and I said, no, i got to do the book. That's how I do 50 books. And right now we're all in an enforced um, creative <laughs> creative isolation. We are in enforced and creative isolation. So I want to offer that you check out the Creativity Oracle by Amy Zerner and Monty Farber. And while you're moving into that creative side, also take care of that other prong. Faithful Counseling is a team of licensed Christian counselors who share your faith and who will help you through your problem. You can begin a conversation when you are ready by text or phone or even secure video conferencing from the comfort of your own home. Faithful Counselors share your faith and Christian values and are professionals with experience to help you and your issues. By combining biblical wisdom and clinical expertise in mental health, their counselors do their best to invite God into the conversation and formulate actionable plans and address the challenges their clients face. The goal is to help your well-being so that you may feel mentally, emotionally, and spiritually healthy. 
Go to faithfulcounseling.com forward slash 11 and receive 10% off your free month. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor you'll love. That's faithfulcounseling.com forward slash 11. This is not a crisis line. There's a thousand plus U.S. licensed therapists across 50 states available worldwide. There's communication by text, chat, phone, and video, and you can start communicating in under 24 hours. In the meantime, order your Creativity Oracle by Amy Zerner and Monty Farber, and check out their website at theenchantedworld.com. We'll be right back after these messages. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Do you want more, more joy, more abundance, more power and presence? How would it feel to have more loving relationships, more empowered community, greater fulfillment and life purpose? The 1111 Mastermind Community inspires, empowers, guides and supports transformation. Shift your mind, expand your heart, deepen insights, let go and chart a new course, dream a new dream. The 1111 Mastermind Community is an online portal for personal transformation and soulful expansion. Go to courses.1111mag.com. That's courses.1111mag.com. Change begins with you. Let it be simple, convenient, and transformative. The time is now. Step through the 1111 gateway. Courses.1111mag.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at IamSimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. Creativity is composed of equal parts intelligence, intuition, and heroism. Intelligence lets you examine and understand the problem. Intuition offers insights, enabling you to see a solution you might not arrive at logically. And heroism is required to implement your idea despite the journey through the labyrinth of inevitable doubts and criticism arising both from others and most of all from yourself. This is from the book that comes with the Creativity Oracle, Visions of Enchantment to Guide and Inspire Magic Makers. Together, Amy Zerner and Monty Farber 
have made their love for each other and a work of art in itself, and their art the work of their lives. With two and a half million books in print in 16 languages, their other titles include The Enchanted Tarot, Karma Cards, The Enchanted Love Tarot, Chakra Meditation Kit, The Truth Fairy Pendulum Kit, Astrology for Wellness, The Enchanted Spellboard, Instant Tarot, and The Psychic Circle. You can find them on Instagram, on Facebook, and definitely everything that they do at theenchantedworld.com. Be sure to check out Amy Zerner's beautiful clothing. It can be found at Bergdorf Goodman's. Find out about her jewelry and check out Monty Farber's work with astrology. He is a hoot if you follow him on social media and his insights are always quite profound. Welcome back, Amy and Monty. I want to talk a little bit about um, that statement. Creativity is composed of equal parts intelligence, intuition, and heroism. Talk a little bit about that. We're both pointing at each other and saying, you talk about it. <laughs> 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 it's so it's we true. We can write a book about it. <laughs> <laughs> it, it when, when you have the creative impetus... You, like drama, creativity starts with a problem. You know, drama is all about the resolution of a problem. And so you look, you look at the problem, and there it is. There's the reality of it. Then you get insights into it if you're open to them, if you trust yourself. So that's where the heroism comes in because your intuition is talking to you all the time. And if you're not listening to it, you won't get the guidance. And the, and the courage part, um, we know we all need that to keep going. Sure. To, to in the face of um, whatever it is, criticism, rejection, all, all those obstacles, which you really can't avoid. I mean, I've been rejected so many times in my life. Actually, with me, it's like water off a duck now. <laughs> well, you know, the but truth I am is, a certain age. <laughs> you, you get rejected until you get accepted. There's no other way around it unless you get accepted on the first time, which I have to admit has happened for Amy and I a couple of times. But usually, you know, we've actually sold books to companies that have rejected them. The same company that rejected them. <laughs> We're very proud of that. <laughs> <laughs> because you got to keep... You know, you know, sometimes we joke around, uh, you know, we might feel inadequate, but we don't know how to quit. So, mm. But I, I mm. think, you know, what Monty was saying, that this is like a, a coach, our system. Um, sometimes you need a cheerleader to help you keep going. Monty and I do that for each other. And yes. I know you do that for your listeners. You know what? We have to um, stay inspired and stay uplifted, and um, now more than ever. Yes. But the intuitive part of it... Um, you know, since Matthew's psychic and I work very intuitively, I don't make sketches before I make my artwork. Um, that's something that takes practice to trust that, to trust your intuition and be discerning about what next move to make, what next um, part to implement and whatever your task is, whatever your project is. And in terms of the bravery, it's very much like Joseph Campbell's The Hero's Journey where the hero goes through this labyrinth of problems, and then when, when you get to the inner sanctum of the problems, the most fierce monster turns out to be yourself because you're going to be saying things like, well, I'll, I'll do that creative project, but first I've got to do this for this person. And you know, there's a lot, there's an infinite amount of excuses for why you don't want to do a project, but you can live life creatively all the time and that has a lot to do with trusting yourself, which is where the bravery comes. And for the intelligence part, I can't tell you 
I mean, there are certain points where you're going to have to share what you create or if you really are, are wanting to do it professionally. And um, I see so many naive attempts at that where people don't even know how to write a good cover letter or don't know how certain things are made. So, um, Or they don't know how to, what is called in New York, schmooze, where you don't just write off and say, hi, uh, here's what I want. You, you say, I know your work, I like your work, whatever. And it's not lying. It's let's hope you do like the person's it's work about, you're writing. Yeah, interpersonal relationships. But there's something um, we call street smart spirituality where you really kind of have to use your common sense I think it's what we're talking about is a combination of your common sense with your uncommon sense, which is your intuition. And if you want to do it professionally, you have to realize that nowadays people only want to work with people they want to work with. And people who are green lighters, the people who could say yes to your prompt, your uh, project, they want to work with someone that is not going to be a pain in the butt. Also, uh, someone who's professional. Sometimes people, I mean, over the years we've seen so many um, people who want to make a proposal, want to get published, or want to get their art in a gallery, and we always kind of stress professionalism in their presentation, like have a copy editor check your manuscript before you pitch it for typos. I mean, just common sense things, they're common sense to us, but it might not occur to someone who's not as experienced. Right, and we've um, we've had publishers, big ones, give us a project because they didn't like the person that they had originally given it to. So I'm not just talking theoretically. This has actually happened. Also, hmm. I think being professional is like don't have an ego. Don't, you know, just get it done. Deliver on time. Do the best you can. Make it as, as, so that they don't have to overwork or worry about you. Right. And, and you know, nowadays, and if, if you really want to get professional about stuff, they say to you, do you have a platform? And what they mean is, do you have social media? You know, or if, if we sign you to something, are like you... Like you, you, Sinman, have wonderful yeah. platform. And yeah. you've worked hard to make that. Right. Uh, there are very many steps in the process of not only expressing creativity, but building it. And, and this is definitely a perfect coaching tool for any individual, whether they are just starting out in their creative life or whether they are avid creatives, it will be an appropriate guidance. Years ago, when I was in my 20s, someone said something to me, and it has stayed with me forever. Uh, And the statement was that depression is a cry for creativity. And I think about a lot of people being at home right now and how for many people who've been in that busy, busy way of the world to be at home might feel like prison at this time. It might feel really difficult and hard to do because they're programmed and conditioned and have created the habit of constantly being busy and not really being with themselves. It's clear to me that creativity comes through when you're willing to be with yourself. Talk a little bit about uh, how you hear that statement, depression is a cry for creativity. Well, it, it stopped me in my tracks. It's so true. Um, well, I think, you know, one approach to creativity is simply being mindful about what you are doing in the moment. And I think with any anxieties, I used to suffer when I was young. I used to suffer from panic attacks. I mean, all these um, crisis and health challenges and help you to become a better person, really, if you're open to it. Anyhow, it took me on a journey of 
uh, holistic health and becoming more aware of how my thoughts affect my body, how my thoughts affect my mood. Um, so, you know, once we are aware, and like you say, people are kind of forced during this time to face themselves, which which can be a wonderful enlightenment. And I'm sure some people are scared to face themselves, but being mindful is bringing everything, bringing your full attention to the present moment. And that's what I love most about being creative, and that's why I walk into my studio every day to make art in some form or another because it puts me in the moment, and that's a classic uh, law of metaphysics. Yeah, and and not we don't want it to sound like you know we never have bad days. Everyone has good days and bad days, and though we've been rejected, it doesn't feel great to get rejected. Also, it's how fast you bounce back. Right. If you have spiritual tools or a tool like an oracle that helps you, you know, face where you're at or face you know what point on your path you are. These all these spiritual tools help you come back to your center. It doesn't mean you never get thrown off your center. I mean, of course, reading the news and hearing all these terrible stories and not knowing what the future holds at a time like this can throw you way off your center. But you need tools to ground yourself, which being creative does. And we always want to stress that creativity takes any form, whether it's gardening or making a flower arrangement or cooking, cooking a beautiful meal and arranging it on the plate. And, um, Growing children is, is one of the most creative things you could do. <laughs> that's, a, that's the origin of creativity is giving birth. Yeah, exactly. Giving, in, the, in astrology, the fifth house rules uh, children and creativity, giving birth to something that has never existed before. So we don't have children, uh, but we have these 50 projects that we've birthed into the world. So, but we understand how, how important uh, raising children is, that this is something else that can... Look at how uh, creative people are at raising children. It's, it's astounding to us sometimes. And also feeding uh, off of other people's creativity. There's amazing, wonderful TV shows, a lot of foreign TV shows now that are so well-written, so well-acted, and so well-produced um, that that feeds my creativity if I find something that, you know, really is artful. And I think colors in your home can do that. I think the loop, what you're referring to, that um, the depression comes from not being creative. I love that. It's, it's blocked up. It's stopped up in ourselves unless you let it out. Even just writing about how you feel, writing articulating it helps, helps move the energy. I mean, we're all being creative because we're all facing the fact of our mortality, which is one of the things that has been rammed home by this uh, coronavirus, is, th is that, uh, yes, you know, you can die from hugging somebody. I mean, that really makes you, you face stuff. So then how do you live in the face of that? But even though we think that the good old days were so good, your mortality is always with you, and creativity is it's not going to stop mortality, but it's reaction to it. So it, that's going one step beyond depression, is facing your mortality. And we all have Definitely. to remember that miracles can happen. I mean, just yes. as fast as this thing came in, it can go out, and that we're all contributing to a group um, consciousness. And the more negative people are, the more negativity is going to swirl. So I think... Really to make an effort to, to be positive, which um, we call 
all can, we're all capable of doing that in our way, can contribute to the, a mass positive energy. Most definitely. And the card that I pulled for this section of the show is actually sacred space, which to me feels so apropos because we are all told to stay at home and home has to be the very first sacred space. Your card says, use beautiful art, music, and creativity of all kinds to put you into a sacred space. And so it is setting that that environment. It is setting uh, the environment externally as well as the environment internally to create the space for something then to bubble up that is creative inspiration. Uh, inspiration that will not so only... Yeah, keep you going, but keep be something to inspire those outside of you. I mean, that can be that sacred space can be your desk. It can be an altar. I feel my my art studio is a sacred space, and then if what starts to happen is all the energy and creative energy that happens in that space is always there. So when I walk into my studio, every piece that I've made before, every piece of creativity that I've done here, it wraps around me and helps me to make some more. So making your sacred space where you're putting your intention that that's where you're going to be creative and to make your desk that or the corner of your room, wherever you're going to be creative, whether you're a writer or an artist or photographer. Yeah, and that that blends into your being. The... the America's Sleeping Prophet, uh, Edgar Cayce, was asked in trance what he thought was the most spiritual thing a person could do. And he said the most spiritual thing a person can do is to make their home or their very being a place where when people leave, they're better than when they came to you. And if you don't like your your space... Fix it. (laughs) There's so many things we can do. We can paint a wall. We can move things around. If it's a toxic person, well... (laughs) <laughs> That's you, a challenge, man. That means you got to go. You know, I mean, <laughs> yes, this is where it comes back to that bravery thing. I, I mean, when I was growing up, I had to be brave because my parents had enough problems where I was raising myself. And so I was fortunate that it didn't overwhelm me. And I can understand that there are people that get overwhelmed by that stuff. But our book is not for people in that kind of dire situation because in that kind of dire situation, your creativity is all about survival. Our book, uh, The Creativity Oracle, is all about helping people who are relatively secure to, to approach life in a, in a way that's going to be, make them actually more successful on every level, including the financial level. And to feed, feed their soul. I was um, dusting yesterday because... During this time, there's a lot of cleaning. Amy, I'm going to have you share that story on the next segment because we are tuned for a break. Um, Check out The Creativity Oracle by Amy Zerner and Monty Farber. You can find out more at theenchantedworld.com. It definitely is a beautiful coaching system to support you in moving out from wherever you are or accelerating your creativity. In addition, if you are needing support and counseling and you would like a licensed team of counselors who share your faith and help you through your problems, uh, you can definitely check out faithfulcounseling.com forward slash 11 and receive 10% off your first month. They also do have financial aid available for those who qualify. It is secure, convenient, professional, and affordable. This is an easy way to allow yourself to have the communication that you need through text, chat, phone, 
phone and video available in under 24 hours. You can schedule a video and phone session weekly or as your therapist is needed. And it is easy to change counselors as well if needed. There is a broad expertise in the network, which may not be locally available in your areas. So it's a wonderful resource to check out. Again, that's faithfulcounseling.com forward slash 11 and receive 10% off your first month. We'll be right back with the enchanted world of Amy Zerner and Monty Farber and their new Creativity Oracle right after these messages. Do you want more? More joy, more abundance, more power and presence? How would it feel to have more loving relationships? more empowered community, greater fulfillment, and life purpose? The 1111 Mastermind Community inspires, empowers, guides, and supports transformation. Shift your mind, expand your heart, deepen insights, let go and chart a new course, dream a new dream. The 1111 Mastermind Community is an online portal for personal transformation and soulful expansion. Go to courses.1111mag.com. That's courses.1111mag.com. Change begins with you. Let it be simple, convenient, and transformative. The time is now. Step through the 1111 gateway. Courses.1111mag.com. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at imsimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. Before we get back to my wonderful guests, I want to invite you to definitely check out 1111mag.com. The archived issues of 1111 Magazine are all right there. We have just uh, finished up the March-April issue of 1111, so it is sitting there for you to review and to utilize, especially at this time during quarantine, the insights, the prayers, the intentions, uh, the articles, the features, the individuals that you're introduced to through the magazine, each and every issue are really supportive. I always look for individuals that are doing amazing things, not only to model to you 
your capacity of creativity and expression that you have as they are mirroring that, but also to introduce you to practitioners and coaches and creatives that can support you on your journey. So definitely check that out. Our May issue will be out very, very soon. And you can find those announcements either through my newsletter or on social media. In addition, you can check out the new 1111 Mastermind community. It is a group of uh, past 1111 alumni that are coming together to create and produce and support and teach in a new way. And so check that out when you're on the site. My guests today are Amy Zerner and Monty Farber, and they've just released the Creativity Oracle, beautiful, beautifully packaged Oracle deck that will support you in having a coaching system to move you forward on the different projects that you might have. Fear is especially destructive to a person's creative spark. When it comes to your creativity, the mighty destroyer can manifest as the weakest of excuses. The destroyer, when it comes to visit you in one of its innumerable disguises like procrastination, distraction, perfectionism, fear, or failure, can also illustrate as the fear of success. I'd love to talk a little bit about that. You brought that up earlier in uh, the show, Monty, talking about fear and about the card, the destroyer that is in the deck. And oftentimes, and especially now when people are in fear, or if they have been in a job and they're starting to realize, you know, I'd like to do something else, or I'd like to explore my creativity, or I'd like to start a different kind of business, there will be those things that are, number one, the distraction. Perfectionism is a huge issue for a lot of people based on past filters. And then the fear of success is this kind of unconscious looming Uh, part of us sometimes where we're okay with uh, kind of rolling by, but to actually embrace success can create stage fright. Talk a little bit about that. Well, uh, the image that we use for the card, the fear card, which is the number one card in the deck is, has a dragon on it because sometimes dragons are fierce, but they're actually there to protect you. And fear is, there's an element of fear that is there to keep you safe. So uh, I'm not saying all fear is bad, but in terms of the creative process, fear stops you just like a little baby's hand can block out the sun. Yeah, no matter how powerful is, is, is all the talk you've made about what you want to do, if you're going to allow yourself to stop you, you'll certainly allow other people to stop you. And so um, that's why we picked it as the number one card, because that is what stops more people than criticism and, perf- you know, talking about perfectionism, anyone who knows astrology, I have Saturn and Virgo, as does Amy, so perfectionism is an issue for me. And one time I thought to myself, well, if I was a perfectionist, I'd be a lot more perfect. And I thought, oh, my God, I really am a perfectionist, if I can say something that silly. So, so I, the, the reason we did the Creativity Oracle is because we need it as much as anybody else does. Does that make sense? Well, it's... It, it. Oh, interesting when you start to study your reactions, you know, what, I mean, fear is usually, it's kind of an irrational dragon that's looming around, but, you know, if you get down to it, what you're afraid of really doesn't exist, it's all an illusion in your mind, so there are ways to kind of get around it, or surmount it, or tame it, at least, and our friend Marianne Williamson is famous for saying, you either have fear, or you have love, so if you can put yourself in the state of doing something that you love, something creative, especially it's like medicine. It's like taking uh, a wonderful homeopathic medicine. 
but it's not the artist's job to judge their work. This is something that's really related to fear. It, let other people judge your work if you want to let them see it. Because when you're making magic, and, this, and the Creativity Oracle is for magic makers, you have to keep secrets. Because as I said earlier in the program, even the people that love you are going to say things that might hurt you and stop you more than, than people that you don't even like. You know, They could say something like, well, yeah, but you have to do this, or, or you should really be doing that. And, and they mean well, they love you, but they can be the fear dragon right there. There's 80 cards in the deck, so there are many, many strengths that you can draw on to compensate for some of, some of our weaknesses. And I think um, that when you sit down and see where you're at today, that's what you do in an oracle. It's like you shuffle the cards, give me a message, give me a message about my fear, and you'll get a lot of insights to when you take that time. It's like a little ritual to help you examine the day, to gain perspective. I mean, that's really the beauty of using an oracle. It gives, gives you perspective on your situation. Yeah, because the answers are in you. The cards are just paper and ink. And sometimes in the image, a certain part of it will jump out, or a certain color will jump out, and in the text, certain sentence will jump out that's just appropriate to what you need to hear in that moment. It works on the law of synchronicity that Carl Jung coined. Yeah, things that happen at the same moment have a relationship of significance, not necessarily causality. So it's a, you can get the same kind of answer if, if you want to look at the leaves and the trees blowing or, or the clouds if you, if, if you practice and, and use it. We've just made it as easy as we can. It's also um, all the cards and all the issues that we um, lay out in the book are things that either we've experienced or, you know, good friends. I have good friends who are procrastinators, and I'm always sort of there nudging them along or helping them to understand it on a different level. We, we're all stopped by perfectionism at certain points or the fear of success is fear of being judged or fear of what happens once this yep. ends. And what happens when you get kicked out of the nest of not necessarily failure, but the nest that you know for the nest that you don't know? Mm, you know the card that I selected for the third segment is free associate. Allow the first thing that comes into your mind without a self-censorship to bestow a vision upon you. And the book goes on to say, time spent allowing your inner guidance system to speak to you using this technique can present you with the concepts and plans of action that you might never have otherwise formulated. And that's really powerful, again, for right now, because we have to be our own uh, cheerleader, our own best friend, we have to allow the inspirations to come in and the thoughts and not let them just pass by, but be willing to say, okay, this is the thought that's come in. Can I really have that vision and, and open up to it and see where it's about to take me? Yes. And also we're, we're used to listening to other people's voices and to be more aware of how those are affecting us or um, poisoning our, our thoughts because this is the same way that you have to eat right and be conscious of what you put in your body, you have to be conscious of what you're allowing to enter your mind. And once you start clearing that out and letting your own source of creativity rise and expand, um, that makes you stronger. And you have to be strong because in my own case, as a psychic and an astrologer and an oracle expert and all this other stuff, I see a very positive future coming for people. And, you know, and then 
there's so many people that if, if I tell them this, I get the pushback of, you know, you're just a unicorn and rainbow pooping baby boomer and you're, you're overly positive and, and, and I'm like, no, this is what I see. I'm not fooling myself. So you, even when you're on the side of the angels, you're going to have people that are telling you that you're wrong. So, also, Monty, um, being a psychic, he's used to pre-associating, going back to the meaning of that card. And I am also as an artist, so I think um, we can encourage people to get better and practice pre-associating. It's really fun. I mean, when Monty does psychic readings, he sees a little story or a little movie or he'll see a symbol that pops up, and he's done it so much that he trusts it. He trusts his gut. That's the only difference between me and someone who, who doesn't have that is that I've seen it, I trust it, I'm willing to be brave enough to tell a person what I saw. I, I was reading for someone who was very elegant and buttoned up, and she said, tell me about my relationship with my brother. And I said, did he used to throw you down the stairs? Because I swear to God, I saw him throwing her down the stairs. Oh, she said, oh, yeah, all the time. We had these two little carpeted stairs in our sunken living room. And, and, and I thought to myself, wow, that's something I never expected was a yes. To, did he throw you down the stairs? But I saw mm. it in my head. And you have to be brave enough to see it and say it. And have fun with it. I yeah. think we can't stress that enough that we call it sacred play when um, you're doing the work that you were meant to do, but you can have fun with it also. Yeah, it should be fun. That, that's what we tried to make the Creativity Oracle is fun and, and getting in touch with yourself. Because you have to be able to laugh a little bit when you realize how you've been stopping yourself and now you're moving forward. And there's a card, you know, we, we sound like that commercial. There's a card for that, you know. <laughs> there's a card for every aspect of the, of, the, of the creative process because that's the process we live every day. I believe that especially the word that you ended with earlier saying trust is a big piece of it, trusting yourself in your creative aspirations. We certainly trust you, Amy Zerner and Monty Farber, with all that you're putting out into the world. I want to invite individuals to get to know these two lovely individuals. If you have not known them before, you can find out more at theenchantedworld.com. For more than 40 years, they've combined their legendary love for each other with the work of inner exploration and self-discovery to build the enchanted world of Amy Zerner and Monty Farber. They have best-selling books and oracles that have helped millions answer questions, find deeper meaning, and follow their own spiritual paths. I invite you to get the Creativity Oracle and learn how to now trust your creative meanderings and let them lead you wherever they will take you because this is the time for you to have your own visions of enchantment to guide and inspire you as a magic maker. Next week, my guest will be uh, Robert Masters. He has numerous books, and we are going to dive into all kinds of things about men, the shadow, and this particular time and how to move beyond it. So I hope you'll join me. Thank you again, Amy and Monty. It was a pleasure. In love, of love, with love, and as love, I am Simran. Be well. Thank you for opening your mind to a new reality, your heart to greater compassion, and your experience of aliveness with 1111 Talk Radio. Join host Simron next Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern Time to step through the gateway of conscious living here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember, you are not on the journey. You are the journey.